liberty lockdown please scan your barcode your liberty ain't gone but yeah it's on hold where did it come from and where did it go it requires a fight not tweeting from your phone don't need a king get him off the fucking throne if you're riding with the thought you've always got a home the virus is scared of will come and it'll go the government knows just don't get treated like a hoe online store using Shopify, you have got to check out this app called Bad Customer. Here's the thing, only 29% of credit card fraud comes from stolen cards. The rest, that means 71%, yeah, it's committed by the actual cardholder. They buy something, you ship it, and then they call their bank and whine like a little bitch that they didn't get it, so the bank has to give them their money back. The bank doesn't care about you, the seller, they only care about their customer. So. What the Bad Customer app does is collect all of that chargeback data from millions of transactions. When someone places an order on your site, it tags it and warns you if that person or their address has a history of charging back their purchases. So you can decide whether or not you want to risk shipping that order. And the best part, it's completely free. Head to the Shopify app store and search for Bad Customer or visit badcustomer.org to learn more. Again, head to that Shopify app store and search for Bad Customer. It's completely free. Welcome, everybody, to another special episode of Liberty Lockdown. Today, we have on the icon, so Twitter famous, he needs only one name. Lord knows that he's blessed a Christian rapper with the gift of gab, but he's still got that swag and drip, I might add. You are listening live to the word of Zuby. Welcome on. Yo. I appreciate it, brother. I love that intro. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Well, I am thrilled to have you on. The timing couldn't be better because apparently we have a satanic American rapper who's killing people. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I have no real theory on this, but I'm curious if you've looked into it. There is a lot of like satanic iconography that's, that's involved mm-hmm. in this. Um, mm-hmm. You have a bunch of mysterious stories about people uh feeling like they got jabbed with something you got eight people that have died what are you what are you thinking yeah um oh boy where do i begin on this uh yeah i was actually looking looking through this over the weekend so uh, sundays i take sundays off twitter and uh but i did hear that something happened at this travis scott concert and a couple people messaged me about it so i went and did some research and was reading about it and watching some of the video clips and stuff like that that were floating around and um man it's tragic dude like it's really really sad um to have i mean what they had like 35 35 people hospitalized and like at least eight dead including kids just yeah. crushed to death or asphyxiation, whatever it may be. It's horrible, man. It's horrible. Um, and I mean, that that's his festival. I mean, he's the organizer of it. He wasn't just the performer. That's actually his festival. And I know, you know, Travis Scott for years, man, like he's, uh, he's big on raging and he's big on telling people to, you know, go crazy at his shows and to ignore the authorities he's threatened fans before you know incited his fans to beat people up like there's that one where a couple of years ago where someone took his shoe when he was crowd surfing and he was literally like trying to get his fans to assault somebody um he's he's been arrested in the past for you know having stampedes and riots at his shows and all this um and look i don't know dude personally but he's got a lot of dark energy around him um one reason i don't listen to that particular artist he uh, you know he's he's got his music has you know his music is catchy but there's always been something I found really, really sinister about the vibe. And um, 
I'm not the one to come on any podcast and talk trash about anybody, let alone somebody I don't know. But for me personally, that's not my thing. I don't like stuff that's got like super, super dark vibes and weird iconography and stuff like that. I, I try to distance myself from that. Um, but I think in terms of this particular incident, it shows what happens when money, mm. money, clout, fame, so on and so forth are put above human, human lives. Um, yeah. And I think that's an interesting equivalent, funnily enough, to a lot of what has been happening over the past year and a half, which is the pursuit of money and clout and power and fame being put over human dignity and human lives, people not thinking, okay, what's the right thing to do here? What's the correct, right, moral, ethical thing? It's mm -hmm. just, okay, how does this affect, um, how does this affect my profit margin? How does this affect this? How does this affect that? And I mean, I've seen the videos coming out of this and Lord knows the, the, um, the lawsuits that come out of this are going to be insane because there are people, there's videos of people there trying to get, you know, clearly trying to get the show stopped. My understanding oh, yeah. is that he performed for like another 37 minutes or something after, you know, them knowing that maybe they didn't, maybe they didn't know people were dying, sure. but they knew that stuff was going wrong. And I'm a musician myself. I've performed before. I've like, I've, okay. I've never done a crowd of like 50,000 people, Sure, but I've stopped, I've stopped shows before because something is going wrong. Or so I, I had someone have a, an epileptic seizure at one of my shows once. Right. Imagine like well, I, I keep performing. Like, are you crazy? Like you stop immediately. You stop the whole thing immediately. Like the show stopped for half an hour in this case, because wow. we had to get the guy that we had to get the guy to, to a hospital. Um, but it's standard, even in the most hardcore metal bands and, you know, rap concerts or whatever, if someone, if there's a mosh pit and someone falls down or, you know, people are not able to stay like, you know, if it gets too crushed, it gets too packed, you know, you, you stop the show, you pause the song, you stop the music until the situation is properly resolved. And um, look, I don't know exactly who was involved in all of this. Of course, there's a lot of blame that falls on the, the artist itself, especially as the organizer. Um, and, you know, they had inadequate security. People were busting through during the afternoon. The whole thing just seemed to be a terribly organized mess. And when there was the opportunity to do something and to stop the situation getting worse, uh, again, this, I don't know if this is correct. I heard that, you know, it was live streaming on with Apple or something and, you know, they didn't want to stop the stream because it's Financial like, problem man, I, I, man, yeah. Like I'm not going to speak on it too much, but I think when all the, a lot of stuff is a lot of very damning stuff has already come out. And I think when more comes out, then, um, yeah, it's going to be a loss, very major lawsuit situation, but you know, RIP and condolences to anyone who, oh, yeah. uh, you know, I saw people posting on Twitter saying, man, you know, my brother died at that concert or like, it's just like, geez, man, like those, these are real, these are real people. These are people who went to a, you don't go to a music concert or a music festival and think you're putting your, your freaking life at risk. Like you, you don't, Oh, you know, my son's going to a music concert, go have fun. You don't think, man, they're going to, they're going to die. Like that's yeah. not even something that should be a consideration, but yeah, um, well, much yeah, less that's a my thoughts on that much less a, a mass casualty event. I mean, you might, you might see a drug overdose at a festival of that size, but you don't see 50 people hospitalized. It's just, it's just incredible. And the, uh, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm not very religious. So when I see the, the iconography, that's kind of, you know, it's, it's definitely 
devil worshiping type stuff. But, you know, I know lots of artists that do that. That's nothing new. You had mm. Marilyn Manson popularized in the 90s big time. And and there's been dozens of artists, if not hundreds of artists yeah, that have, not, have popularized that stuff. And not, I, not, I not, a, not, a, not, not a fan of any of them. But, no, um, no. And, yeah. and I'm not and I'm not I'm not even defending <laughs> it. I'm just saying, like, when yeah. I see that, I don't jump to like, oh, this is some sort of satanic uh, ritual where they're sacrificing mm. people. But that's a lot of like the Internet has been a buzz with that. <laughs> that uh, thesis so i don't know it's just uh... I, I i i i don't know man but you know i believe that they're you know i i'm a more religious person i guess than yourself but you know i believe sure. in i believe in just like i believe in god i believe in satan i believe in you know evil and dark energy i believe there's stuff out there that i don't know how far it all goes but you know i think there's beyond our material world mm-hmm. there's something beyond that and i think that there is a spiritual world and that you know, like these, these forces or energies can be, can be channeled just like you can channel, you know, goodness and God and heavenly energy. You can also channel satanic powers. And, you know, for someone who's like totally atheistic, that might sound very weird to them. Um, But even if they don't view it that way, there's no question that there is evil in the world, whether you view that as like demonic in a true sense or not, right. There's certainly evil in the world that exists within human beings and people can, you know, like look at serial killers or people who do mass shootings or whatever it is like, you know, there is something very, very dark and very, very weird and strange and sometimes occult that, you know, they're into where that they're manifesting. Um, And I, and I, and I think that the energy you put out there into the world does does come home to roost in in the real world right Mm -hmm. um and i think that that seems to have happened and as i said before this is not the first situation that this has happened this is the this has been the first mass casualty event at one of his concerts well casual if you want to call deaths casualties but there's been tons of people injured at previous ones Mm -hmm. um in fact he's even got a he's i've heard in some of his lyrics where he like brags about it right Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he says like something, there's one lyric, he says something like, you know, it's not a real mosh pit if there aren't any injuries or something like that. And mm-hmm. like, that's so that's an effed up thing to say, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, especially if you're saying that not in a, you know, there's rappers and musicians who say crazy stuff, but it's one thing saying crazy stuff in a sort of, uh, performative theatrical kind of way. Right. And it's another thing saying it based on real world, like very tangible, real world events and basically being like yeah you know like having some pride in the fact that like if someone got injured at my concert like i would not be it's not something i'd be i'd be i'd be happy about of course not right or think people paid to see you they're they're thrilled yeah yeah so i don't know all of that is dark so i think that's um that's those chickens maybe coming home to roost so we'll see yeah, well, and honestly, I didn't even think anything of it. Like I was saying about the iconography, I was like, yeah, I've seen artists do that. No big deal to me. But then when I see him standing over, um, continuing to sing as they're lifting a lifeless body, and it looks like he is looking straight at it as they're like, you know, basically crowd weird. surfing an unconscious body. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, now now I'm starting to question, like, maybe this dude is into this stuff. I don't know. It's so. it's weird, man. Like, it's certainly weird. Like, that's not <laughs> it's weird. normal. At, you know at a what minimum, I mean? like, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Like, whether how deep, how much you believe in supernatural stuff or whatever, like, that's one thing, but you can't deny that that is weird. Like, that's not a normal, <laughs> that's not a normal response to seeing that 
No. Right. And I, you know, and, I, and I've heard people saying like, oh, you know, well, sometimes people faint at concerts or whatever. Maybe they just thought some people were fainting. I mean, have you seen that video where they go to the cameraman and they literally mm-hmm. climb up the thing and they're oh, like, yeah. people are dying. There's this there's dead people in the crowd or what. And he's he's got a walkie talkie and he's just shooing them away. He's just there, like trying to focus on his film. I'm like, dude, like, you know, as we know, there is something called the bystander effect. Mm-hmm. Right. Where people, you know, if there's a lot of people and something is wrong or somebody's being harmed or whatever, then there's this phenomenon where people stay away. But in this case, this guy, I'm not saying the cameraman himself, obviously is not responsible for the whole concert, but he can contact somebody who he's, you've got two people up there. So he's culpable too, as far as I'm concerned. Like, I don't know all the legal, I don't know all the legal ins and outs of this thing, but if someone is telling you that, Hey, like there's people dying multiple times, two people are telling you, yo man, like there's people dying out there. And you're like, no, no, let me focus on my filming. Like you, you're, you're, you're liable at that stage. You could have done something. Yeah, you whether can, it's, you, whether you, it's you, criminal you, liability or more, it's at least yeah, moral or negligence. Like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you see the walkie talkie in his pocket. So it's like, man, yeah. you can't even say that, oh, he couldn't have, he couldn't have done something. Like he can't just click a button and stop the show, but he, I'm sure he's got a contact to somebody. Right. who's running like he's like he's a main cameraman like you got to contact to somebody like yo guys like we just got we just got to notice that there's people dying or being crushed or whatever like we have to we have to stop we have to pull the plug right mm-hmm. and i think in this case you know it's po- very possible that they thought well you know like i said there's the streaming thing and then they thought oh maybe maybe they don't want to issue refunds or whatever it is i don't know the situation and then it's even crazier because the guy who's warning him he comes down and then the crowd is booing him I know for and I'm just like, man, you know, and then when the ambulance comes and you see people climbing on top of the ambulance, I mean, you know, and Travis Scott, he sees the ambulance, you know, he temporarily stops, he temporarily stops. And then he's like, oh, who told me to stop or whatever. And then he's like, you know, get your hands up in the air. And he goes back into, dude, like, I don't know, like, I've seen people trying to defend it, like, this doesn't look like an easy one to defend from me. Um, And I know that when you're a performer, you can't see everything but you have the best vantage point of a crowd. Like you can tell, even in a big crowd, you can tell when, like this is a situation where like, oh, what, like hundreds or thousands of people are mm-hmm. being, like you can, you can tell something, you can tell something is going wrong. You might not think, oh, people are dying, right. but you know, like, okay, like this is getting, this is, this is, this is too much. This is crazy. And when you stop, you don't just pause like for 30 seconds and then go into the next song. You, you stop until, the situation is revolved sorry is there is resolved that's what you're of course that's what you're yeah. supposed to do yeah yeah well and it makes you it makes you wonder if it's not a product and i know this kind of sounds outrageous to try and extrapolate this into my show title of liberty lockdown but it makes you wonder if the lockdowns and and people having all this pent-up energy and and performers starving for revenue and big uh big companies like apple and whatnot starving mm. for revenue that they see this this is like one of the first big events that's happened in a long long time mm. And then all of a sudden mm. you see a bunch of shit go down and you're just like, well, we're not going to stop it. You know, like <laughs> I, I got to cash these checks. I mean, it's tragic, but I think yeah. it could, could play a part. I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, look, we saw, I, I think you remember that. I mean, remember the BLM summer riots last year, mm-hmm. right? Some of that was definitely pent up energy oh, yeah. from the lockdown, people being angry people being frustrated, people just being stuck in their houses for such a long time that when they got the opportunity to go out and protest and then some people rioting and to do this and to do like these things, 
I, I think generally as a society and culture, people are really poor at understanding how, how would I put it? How, how, how things affect each other, mm-hmm. right? Everything is kind of viewed and very compartmentalized, like, oh, okay, like, as if everything is disconnected, you know, like, we've drawn a connection there. And, you know, some people might be like, oh, how dare you make that connect? But it's like, no, like, things are connected. Mm-hmm. For a year and a half, people have been, you know, taught to be trained to be fearful of each other, trained to be, uh, you know, stuck in their home, like people have been dehumanized, like the social fabric has lo- greatly eroded over the past year and a half. You've got people now advocating, millions of people advocating segregationist policies. We, we've gone back to people suggesting segregation, people saying other people are inherently diseased and should be kept away from me. And, oh, I don't want to, you know, you can't come to my wedding if you're if you, you're not vaccinated or you shouldn't be allowed to go to the restaurant or go to the cinema or go to the gym or what. Like this, this, this was not something that could have happened two years ago, like off the bat, it takes, it takes time. Right. And, and we've seen this many, many times in history, right? You don't just go from zero to hundred immediately, mm-hmm. but you can create a very, very hostile argument, a uh, very hostile environment, either for everybody or for particular groups of people. Right. And then that manifests in, it manifests in different ways. And sometimes it's not easy to predict what those are all going to be. For example, all the stuff that's happened over the past two years, how is this going to affect children, right? Like as they grow, when they grow up, like these kids who have been born into this world where they're not seeing people's faces and they're wearing masks every day, even though they're not at risk, particularly from this particular virus, and right. they're, they're, they've been trained to view, uh, to stand, stand apart from each other. Don't hug your friends. Maybe don't even hug your family. Stay away from people. People are dangerous. They could get you killed. Wait, why should? Why am I wearing a mask and staying away from Jimmy? Oh, because Jimmy could have a disease, which if you get close to him, it could kill you. Or if you yeah. take your mask off, it can make you sick and put you in hospital. How is that going to affect them? Like 10 years from now, 50, like, are those kids going to be okay? I don't think all of them will be. I think no. some of them will be like they've been trained to see other human beings, even someone smile, seeing someone smile as a threat. Oh my gosh. Like, why is he, why is he not covering his face? Why is he not covering his, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I think uh, the, the entire sort of social and cultural climate is it's, it's much more important than people seem to think people focus a lot on like direct politics and voting and parties mm-hmm. and prime ministers and presidents and all that. But to me, what's much more interesting is, okay, what's the, what's going on in wider society and culture are we building a friendly, welcoming, kind, truly tolerant environment? Or are we creating something that's hostile and making people suspicious of each other and pitting this group against that group? And it can be done in all ways. Like they, can, they do it ra- racial lines, gender lines, sexuality lines, political party lines. Now you've got vaccinated and unvaccinated. It's like, great, we, we needed another way. To, right. to divide each other, you know, and each time they create these points of conflict, unfortunately, there's a large number of people who, who fall into it. And then they start, you know, that creates another conflict and it's not good for anyone. Like I, I, I'm very much a fan of just like being, being kind and decent and civil to everybody and respecting people and allowing people to make their own basic decisions for themselves. And I'm not trying to force them to do this or force them to do that. Um, but apparently that makes me an extremist now. So I don't know. <laughs> 
that's why you're on all those watch lists now, man. <laughs> but and and just for the listening audience's uh, confirmation, Zuby ain't lying. He is really that nice of a person. I met him at Yale Revolution in Orlando, and and he's a great guy. And it's exactly what I expected from you. I mean, you're you always come off, even though you're very, uh, you're a very deep thinker, and you're certainly you're analyzing the culture in a fairly harsh way. Um, I think it's accurate, uh, but. It is, you know, you are you are judging what's what's occurring around you. You're not just like going along to get along. So you're definitely taking a stand mm. here. Um, I, I am I am concerned about what you were just describing with the, the the dividing lines and how how we found a new way to divide us. And we are we are now going kind of regressively, and we're starting to divide once again based off of race. And mm. I mean, these things paired together oftentimes lead towards truly horrific things historically. Uh, do you mm -hmm. think, I mean, the ratchet effect is what you were describing earlier in that, you know, tyranny takes time. It's like the, the you know, the allegory of the frog, the frog in the pot type mentality. And it takes a while for that water to heat up to the point that it's really dangerous. But once it gets mm -hmm. there, everybody's screwed. So do you think we can de-ratchetify our, our civilization and, and go back without a collapse, without a, you know, cataclysmic event? Mm -hmm. I do. I do. I'm I'm a very optimistic, hopeful person. How many times do I got to tell you about the daily job hunt before you get off your damn ass and go do something about it? How many times? I swear to God. Anyways, go to crash.co forward slash daily to sign up for the daily job hunt. Are you tired of having your livelihood threatened over your bodily autonomy? Because I am. Are you tired of feeling as if your employer owns you? Because they don't. Last I checked. Unless you're in a really bad job, in which case you definitely need the daily job hunt. Go to crash.co forward slash daily to sign up for the daily job hunt newsletter. All it is is a once daily newsletter that hits your inbox every morning for free. Gives you some information, inspiration, gets you fired up, gets you a kick in the ass to go get that job of your dreams. It is completely free. Go to crash.co forward slash daily. And just like this seems to have all happened very, very quickly. I think that's one of the things that's shocked people like yourself and myself most is just how quickly, whoa, right? January, 2020, things were, things were pretty normal. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, in, in less than a year, it went really gnarly. And then, you know, almost two years later, it's still ratcheting up in certain places. Exactly. You know, there's literally, there are literally countries now where you cannot go to the growth, you cannot go to the supermarket, buy gas, go to the cinema, go to the gym, go to a restaurant, go to any event, go to gig concert without showing proof uh, that you've had a particular injection, right? If you don't think that is insane, then you are not paying attention and, and, and thinking about this, right? Like that is not, that's not normal. That's not how society was ever run before. And this is, by the way, is primarily in uh, modern Western, supposedly free, liberal countries. I'm talking right. about, um, you know, countries in Western Europe, you know, this is various forms of this exist now in Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Italy, France, Germany, Austria, Slovenia, Lithuania, Ireland, right? Like what on earth is, <laughs> is, is going on? I mean, the notion that in our lifetime, we would see segregation again, I wouldn't have bet on that. I would not have bet on that one. I would not have bet on that one, right? Like, you say, oh, no, it's not going to be uh, based on race. It's going to be based on uh, uh, whether or not you've taken a particular medicine. Wait, what? what? Like, <laughs> are you crazy? Like, like, that's literally dystopian, right? Like, that's some yeah. brave new world type stuff, right? Wait, wait, what? So I have to take a, I have to take a, I have to inject something into my body 
right. to continue to live my life normally and not be segregated or discriminated against? Like what? Like it, it's, it's bonkers, but people have just been swept along with this thing. And as you said, so many people are just willing to go along to get along that that's what like, that's what allows it to go so far. Mm-hmm. And I'm someone who's very, um, I don't know, I, I guess I'm just a very self-reflective person, like, I guess more than most people, rightly or wrongly. Um, but something I, I've thought about a lot over this time, there's a couple things, many things I've thought about a lot. But one thing is, um, I'll, tell you, I'll give, you, give you two main ones. Number one is, where is your line? I think it's extremely important for every individual to understand where is your line? right? What is the hill you would die on? What is, where, where, where does your line of principles and values? Look, we, we, we all make compromises on certain things here and there, but what is the line you will not cross, right? What is the line where, no, absolutely not. I'm never going to do that, right? How far would it have to get for you to go? No, no. For some of us, it was, for some of us, it was day one. It was the locked. It was, it was them announcing lockdowns. We were like, no. For some people, it was the mask mandates. For some people, it was um, the it's, it's the mandatory it's the mandatory vax. For some people, you know, it's like where is your line? If the if a government says, all right, we need you to report your unvaccinated friends and family, are you going to be the snitch? Some people will be, right? I know. I if know. they say we want right, right, and so people need to understand. Okay, where is your line? And another thing I've thought about a lot is um, complicity with evil, because I think that a lot of what is going on is evil. Um, Funnily enough, this links back to what you were saying before. So I don't listen to certain music because I'm like, you know, and I I could be better on this, by the way, like there's still stuff I probably shouldn't listen to that I do. But when I feel like something is like, I'm like, whoa, I'm getting like demonic energy from this. Like this seems like this is like, this isn't just like aggressive or whatever, or rude. Like this is actually like really, really dark. Um, Then I, I avoid that. Right. I don't want to watch certain things. I don't want to listen to certain things because I'm like, okay, I don't want to be complicit in that. And in the wider situation, I think a lot about I don't want to be complicit with evil. Right. I don't want to, unfortunately, due to the way society is designed, it's unless you're going to go like live off the land and be in some places where you pay zero taxes or whatever, it's really, really difficult to not be complicit in to some degree of evil. Like we all have, you know, your tax dollars, my tax pounds go to some things that we would much prefer that they don't go to and we don't Uh, think are right or we don't think are moral, right? But in terms of what I'm able to control for the time being, I do not want to be complicit in something that I consider evil or unethical. So even if it's very, very minor or it seems to be on a surface level, I mean, like today, I was denied entry to two restaurants because I wouldn't put a mask on. To 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 walk about four feet to the table. And this is outside as well. Right. And I've had this, I've had this before, right. If, if they want me to do that, I won't do it. And some people don't understand that people are like, Oh, come on, Zuby. I know it doesn't make sense, but just put it on for, just put on for the three seconds to walk to the table. And I'm like, no, I can't be complicit. Mm-hmm. I can't be complicit in this theater. Right. We all know this is stupid. The only reason it keeps on going is because you all keep complying. You all know this makes no sense. There's nobody inside. I'm looking inside the place, inside and outside. No one is wearing a mask. And you want me to put on a mask to walk four feet to the table and sit down by myself outside. And you won't let me, you won't let me walk to that table without doing it. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. 
You can't even pretend that's about health. You can't even pretend that's about a virus. Like, it's, it's nonsense, right? right? But they just want everyone to play this stupid game. And I'm like, no, I'm not playing. And people don't, some people, some people understand that. Some people don't like, some people don't get why oh, I'm so like, I, I'm just like, no, like it violates <laughs> my own, right? Like, it's like a violation to me. I'm just like, no, like, there's no logic to it. If there were logic, if I'm going into a construction site and they're like, hey, you need a hard hat on? I'm like, yeah, sure. Put on, give me the hard hat. It makes sense. I get it. Right. But this I'm like, no, no, there's, I'm not doing that. Like this is there's no logic to it, man. I mean, it is it is <laughs> gaslighting to the extreme. Like when you walk into the restaurant and you're like, OK, OK, I'll, I'll, I'll play along. You put it on for four for four seconds and then you sit down and you spend yeah. an hour and a half sitting there bare faced. <laughs> you know, spitting and talking and shit. It's like, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's insane. It's totally insane. And the same, and you know, the and, same thing, the same thing with airlines that, though, because if like, I, I have had to fly a couple of yeah. times and that's the one thing I mm-hmm, can't mm-hmm. get away without wearing a mask. But, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah but, I hear you. But if it was totally serious, there'd be no snack time. There wouldn't be a moment where I get to take my mask down for 10 minutes just because I'm eating nuts. I would have to keep it on the entire time. I mean, it's all so clearly theater and, and people mm-hmm. just will not stop complying won't stop doing it no and it's wild how like i've been to seven countries during this thing and it's the same stupid rule that restaurant rule is every it's in every country that's incredible it's 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 not that it's okay this is just a stupid thing that they do in california or something it's like how is this in every country (laughs) portugal turkey usa uk i'm in mexico right now and like how are you all doing this same foolishness and again if they can get you to do this what next i mean we've already seen what came next right because i I've, I've been saying to people man like if people said no to the mask mandates vaccine mandates would not even be on the table nope you're right wouldn't even be a discussion would not be a discussion if people had said no we're not doing the mask mandates then it would have been like okay well you know we're done we're done right you have to the, the temperature only gets up to that level and and you stop because it's all a compliance letter But when people are fearful and when people are caring so much about, you know, going along to getting along and fitting in, I I don't know what it is in my personality that makes me this way, but um, I guess I'm glad. (laughs) I guess I'm glad I'm this way because like, I I just, I don't know. I I can't do it like it. Well, that that was actually, that's what I was going to ask you about is, is what you think it is about your personality. But (laughs) since you've already said, you're not sure, I'll, I'll just say, the reason I'm asking is because I want to understand why I have it too. And, and the, while you were talking, I was thinking about it. And it's like, well, I certainly have a level of stubbornness that goes along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I think I just have a sense of, of um, foresight. Like, I, I understand mm-hmm. that it's not just about this one minor sacrifice. Like, I understand yes. it's a silly thing. And I can put it on for four seconds just so I can eat with my family. Mm-hmm. I got in trouble with my dad because I was supposed to go to lunch with him last week. And, and they wanted to have a have a mask. And I told him to, stop. I was like, I'm not doing it. So, um, I mean, this is, these are the things and I'm in Miami. So you're like, I, you yeah. know, you're like, Florida, oh, really? I'm, oh, I'm free here, yeah. you know, nope, not yeah. even, not even in Florida in some spots. So, um, I think that's, I think that's part of it. Uh, do you, I mean, I, I know people get into the conspiracy theory realm whenever you start talking about, um, you know, how these things are ratcheting, but do you have any theory as to like, what, like, is this, is this simple, uh, you know, I don't know, opportunism or, or mm. is there a plot that, that has began this ball rolling and it's up to freedom loving people to stand mm-hmm. Antwerp history and stop it? Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on, it depends on where you are and it depends on who you're talking about. So let me talk for Europe. Okay. 
If you go on the European Commission website, you will find a document from summer 2019, before COVID, mm. called Roadmap to Vaccination Passports. <laughs> on the EU Commission website, the official website from before COVID, and it runs from 2018 to 2022, 10-page document outlining with step-by-step how they want to implement a common vaccination card for Europe. This is not a conspiracy theory. You can look up right now, type in EU commission uh, road, road, roadmap to vaccine passport or roadmap to vaccination card, something like that. And sure. you'll find it. I've got the link there. I've shown it to many, many people for people who call, because I was calling this back last year and people were calling me a conspiracy theorist, even when I showed them the website. So there, the agenda is, uh, is pretty clear. I think that when you, the higher up you go, for the most part, I think the more nefarious it is, mm. right? So I think if you're talking about the, the, the guy at the door of the restaurant who wants oh, yeah. you to put the mask on, right? That person is just trying to, you know, number one, either they're just trying to keep their job right. and they are kind of like being cowardly and lame, or they're just like a job's worth, as we call them in the UK, right? They're the hall monitor type who just wants to be a petty authoritarian. For that moment, they have the power over you. They can tell you what to do. You get this on the same thing when you're flying or when you're going through TSA. And, you know, for that little moment, for that two minute period, some guy who normally would have no power over you at all suddenly has power over you and they want to flex that and they want to tell you what to do. And some people, unfortunately, are, are wired like that. You know, it's a too high a percentage. Um, and so I think that's, that's part of it. If you're talking about a lot of the scientists and doctors and, you know, some people who are even some lower level politicians, um, I think that they are in many cases, again, in many cases, they're just cowards, right? There's plenty of them who know that stuff is wrong but they're not willing to speak out again because they're afraid of this. And by the way, you know, people don't like it when I say cowards, like some, you know, cowardice, cowardice can be, can be justified, but it's still cowardice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like if you're a doctor and you know, stuff is going wrong or you see like, whoa, like you have all this information that's not getting out there. That's like linked to stuff that's going wrong, but you don't want to say it because you're afraid of like, you know, people calling you names or possibly like losing your job or whatever. That is cowardice. I, I understand it. I understand it, but it but it's still cowardice. Okay, um, if you are a politician who knows that a certain policy is going to hurt people or that it's not right, it's not it's not scientific at all. It's not going to help anything, but you just want to do it to you know look good to a certain group of people or whatever. Then again, you know, cowardice slash useful idiot status. If you talk about people who are like really really running things, then um, I think that very little of this is mis- is a mistake. Right. I think very little of it is a mistake, because if you wanted to maximize profit, power and control. Uh, they've done a pretty good, pretty, pretty good job of that. I'm not right? sure you could if have you done wanna, a if, better job over the past year and a yeah, half. So. Yeah. If you if you want to keep people safe and get people healthy, then you've done a terrible job. <laughs> right. But if your goal is to, you know, like, have they even talked about general health throughout this whole thing? Has any has anyone said, you know what? you know what we can do, you know, people should, people should lose some weight. Uh, we should get people exercising. We recommend you take vitamin D and zinc and vitamin C, make sure you're getting enough sleep, make sure you're drinking enough water, make sure you go outside and get sunlight. No, they told you all the opposite. You shut down the gyms, force people to stay indoors, 
told people to do this, like all these things, which are literally detrimental. We know the virus spreads indoors, not outdoors. What did they do? Tell you to stay home. Hmm. Interesting. Right. (laughs) We know that uh, being obese or overweight um, and out of shape increases your risk of being hospitalized or dying. What do they do? Shut down the gyms, but, but Hey, but KFC is open. McDonald's is open. You can, that's all fine. Right. Um, So there've been so many things that they've done. And again, this, this is why I also, um, this is also where the so-called conspiratorial thinking comes as well, because it's like, again, this isn't just one country being stupid. If it were just like, okay, like that place is just being, it's like, how are you all doing the same stupid policies? Like what is, what what is going on here at least and and especially the western countries if you look at places like africa or you look at some south american countries or even some asian countries right they're not marching in lockstep in the same way it's like i mean in lots of african countries like i mean a lot of people in africa don't even believe in the virus um so i bet, I bet a they're lot doing of them, better they, they, than than a lot of the western countries oh, too by far it's not it's not even comparable <laughs> I, I think no bro i think the entire continent of africa over a billion people by the statistics available has less Rona deaths than just the UK. You think it's vitamin D? What do you think? I think it's a number of factors. Some of them are, but, but look, firstly, why is that question not being asked? Hmm. Have you noticed that Africa, like, it's like people are acting like Africa doesn't exist. They, they think have about not it. mentioned they, it at all. Has not been mentioned. Look, think if there were a super deadly pandemic raging through the world, which continent do you think would be hit the hardest? Historically, it's always been Africa. It's Africa, right? Yeah. High, pop, high population, poor infrastructure, generally poor healthcare. Um, you know, you'd think, okay, well, Africa is obviously going to, but it was, it was the total opposite. And someone should have been like, okay, oh, where else would have been totally hit? China. It started there. You got 1.3 billion people. You got multiple cities with dozens of millions of people, densely populated. The official China death count is what, 5,000? Yeah, <laughs> throughout. So you're, you're so you want me to believe that the seven hundred thousand people in the UK have died from this, and five thousand in China. You you want me to believe that? That's that's what the media wants me to believe. Someone's right? lying. Like, <laughs> so, so, somebody, somebody is lying. But but the question isn't even asked. China does not get mentioned. Right. It's literally it's not mentioned. Right. No one's going. Wait. China were rolling out vaccines spring last year. Spring. Like wait. Like what vaccine is that? Like wait. What, what's <laughs> what's going on here? Like they went back to normal. You went from having videos of people dying and whatever. And then by summer you're having parties in Wuhan again. Right. Right. And Wuhan's not a small city. Wuhan has over 10 million people, I believe. Um, And that's literally where the outbreak was. And I'm just there like, look, I don't know all the answers, but I have some questions, right? Why aren't people asking these very, very obvious questions? We're always talking about Europe, UK, USA, Australia, Canada, New Zealand. Are those like the only, like, are these the only regions in the world that exist? And I think part of this is this like Western focus and obsession with like the Western world to the, to the point of acting like the rest of the world doesn't exist. But um, if you look at it holistically, but sorry to come back to answer your question on Africa, I think it's a multiple factors in terms of what, what I think in terms of what my common sense tells me. Um, Far lower obesity levels. I was going to say less fat. Um, Yep far less fat people, um, younger, younger demographic, which is mm. important because we know that age is a huge factor. I think the average age in the UK, I think is 40 something. The average age in Nigeria, I believe is 19 or 20. Wow. Um, so that is a factor, but that can't be the whole factor by the way, because there are still plenty of elderly people 
and African countries. It's just that it skews very, yeah, it just skews very heavily uh, younger. So I think that's a factor. People are out, people outside all the time, right? People's mm. not spending so much time indoors. Like people are outside going about doing their stuff, getting more vitamin D. Um, you remember early on in the pandemic and they were saying that, you know, oh, why are more black people dying? And everyone wanted to say racism, 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 right? It's like um, a lot of black people in the Western world are vitamin D deficient, right? Right. Like this is just a fact, much higher percentage because we absorb less vitamin D from the sun. So mm -hmm. especially if you live in a, a, you know, a cold, dark country, UK, Canada, Norway, whatever, uh, certain parts of the USA, especially if you're black or dark skinned, you want to supplement with vitamin D3 because you're not going to be getting enough from the sun. And we know that a very high percentage of people who died with the Rona are vitamin D deficient. But instead of talking that, they want to go with their other BS narratives. So I think that's a factor. Um, is this going on YouTube? Uh, it will podcast? be, but we can. I can. I put a segment okay. of it on locals okay. exclusively, so we can get crazy. Okay. So, so, so there are a couple of drugs that cannot be named, which are antiparasitic and anti uh, antimalarial, which are very widely used in Africa. One begins with an I. One begins with an H. Uh, but these are very common over-the-counter drugs, which millions of people on the continent take. So I do not know for sure if that is a factor, but it potentially could be. I think also people just have stronger immune systems. Like people mm. are just hardier. People yeah. are just, you know, they've been dealing with malaria forever. Um, and, and let's be honest, this is kind yeah. of a weak, I mean, for a pandemic, this is a pretty weak virus. If you're young and healthy, yeah. you're almost certainly mm -hmm. going to be okay. So if mm. you're young and healthy and you're an African, that you're going to be more young there naturally mm -hmm. uh, or on average. So it just kind of makes sense. Uh, you know, it, it just it just concerns me, though, when we have all of the power brokers, you know, they they are all propagating the same lies, the same things that you and I have been calling out for a year and a half now saying this is bullshit. This is wrong. This is not true. <laughs> and and, you know, every it takes usually I think it's speeding up now, but it used to take like six to seven months be before you and I were proven correct. And now it's like sometimes it's five weeks now, four <laughs> weeks, weeks yeah. it, you know, it's like it just keeps getting yeah. faster. Uh, do you think we can yeah. we actually get to a point where where there is a, a revelations where people start to actually just take us at our word and stop listening to these people that can, mm, that have lied mm. to them repeatedly. Well, I think it's, I think it's already been happening. You know, the thing is what's great is that waking up is a one-way street in this regard. So there, look, there are tons of people who, if you went back to, you know, February, March, April, you know, they were really genuinely afraid you know, sure. um, rightly or wrongly. And they were bleaching their groceries. They were, you know, masking up. They were doing this. They were doing that. A lot of those people now are totally on our side, right? That's true. Because they're That's just true. like, look, like it's the situation is totally different. Like everyone, literally everyone in our countries who wants the shot has had it, has already had it. Everyone, every single person in the USA who wants the shot has had it. Every mm -hmm. single person in the UK, most of many, many Western countries, everyone who wants it has had it. It's there. Multiple ones are available. Um, you've got other potential treatments available. You know, if you look at the numbers, I know that they're, you know, the numbers are, are sketchy anyway, but if you actually look at like, I mean, look, I left the UK in July. I left the UK in July. In July, even according to the way the NHS counts the data, which is a deaths within 28 days of a positive test, COVID was the 26th cause of death in the UK in July. The 26, that means there were 25 things killing more British people every day than the Rona. I mean, 
how are you going to maintain a hysteria narrative indefinitely with that kind of with you know like you 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 can't i mean that's why they're getting so ridiculous and desperate so although i know this is like the scariest time i think actually i'm also optimistic because i think look after coercion and force you can't go anywhere they tried they tried the voluntarism route and then they got greedy right they wanted to keep those profits coming in and they went to the weird incentives oh wait hot dogs burgers uh what else was there uh free weed free it's like, uh it's like, like lotteries like like yeah yeah they, they, they donuts right donuts yeah. they went to all these weird incentives which which already made people like you and i go like wait what like this is weird um and then <laughs> I was once supposed they to lose tired, weight. what are you doing to me yeah and then when they got tired of the incentives you know they tried the carrot and then they just went to the stick Right. Say, all right, we're going to just try to beat you with a stick. We're going to try to for, you know, uh, mandate it. We're going to try to, you know, make you threaten, threaten your job, threaten your livelihood, ban you from this, ban you from that. And it's like, look, after that, unless you're going to literally put like the army out on the ground and have them, you know, shooting people with needles or something, then you can't go anywhere from there. You can't go anywhere. It's just like, well, you've played, you've played your hand. So while I think we're in the most concerning time in a way, because like there the coercion levels have gone nuts. But it's also like, well, where do you go from there? I mean, true. You're, you're, you know, yeah, sure. But you know, it's also I tweeted this thing that we went viral. You know, I said everyone who's afraid of everyone who's still afraid of COVID is fully vaxxed, right? Which is ridiculous. But we're in this situation, and here's another thing that nobody is thinking about: is that everyone who is so-called fully vaxxed will not be this time next year unless they continue to get the shots, right? Right. Fact. Okay. This already happened in Israel. Now in Israel, to be fully vaxxed, you need three shots. Right. If you've only got two, once again, you're banned from the gyms, you're banned from the So all those people, like that's going to happen in every single country. I don't know people if you heard, not but thinking about that. M- NBA players, if you got the J and J, you're not good. You oh, got to go. Oh, you're go get more again? Now. Yeah. There, there you go. There you go. So, so it's, so, it's look, happening keep, across the board, man. And, and I think you're right. I, this is, this has been my point for a while is like, it, it, you can only take it so far and then you get to a real inflection point where it's like all right mm-hmm. now we either go like real dystopic holocaust type stuff or yep. you relent like there's no exactly there's no other choice and and obviously mm-hmm. i'm praying that it's going to be they that relent but at this point mm-hmm. i've seen so many people acquiescing to the to the job mandates um mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, I, I granted it's going to get to a point where say, say 85% of the people get it. What are they going to do? Are they really going to have 15% of the population completely cut out and excommunicated from society? Like it's, it's hard to but, imagine. But, 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 but here's the thing that 18, even if you got to 85, 15, what is it? What is it? Oh, six right. months later? Okay. 60, yeah. 40. Yeah. 60, 40. What is it? Six months after that? 50, 50. Right? right. Do you think, look, even the people who are pro-vax, like, Look, we got to remember, most people don't even get the annual flu shot, right? The notion that, like, I know people, I know a bunch of people, and this is anecdotal, but I know plenty of people who took two shots, and they're, they're not going to take a third. Yeah, that's they're true. not going to take a third. And now, them, they're, they're, and now those who take a third, like, many of them aren't going to take a fourth or a fifth or a sixth. Like, you want, like, I've told people, I'm like, look, you're getting on a subscription model here. Like, this isn't a one and done. Because, like, <laughs> look, it's a not a, tweet. it's, bro, it's, it's not, a, it's not, do you know, do you know the, one of the greatest tricks they've done? again, which, you know, some people talk about, but not everyone does is what they called it. They called it a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And, and to do that, they changed the definition of a vaccine. Incredible. Right. 
I've taken vaccines. Like, you know, when I was a kid, I got whatever, like BCG, measles, mumps, rubella, sure. whatever, you know, various ones. When, when was the last time I needed? I haven't taken them again since, <laughs> right? Like, because it's lifetime protection. If you get chicken pox, boom, lifetime protection. So a vaccine is not meant to be something that like you, you take two or three times a year. Like even the flu shot. Even the flu shot is not two or three times a year. I mean, this right? is such so, a this is such a perfect example of the ratchet effect, though, because like two years ago, if if we had just gone up to a random person on the street and said, "Hey, two years <laughs> from now, if you don't get a shot every six months until you die, you're not going to be able to go to the grocery <laughs> store or ever have a job again," people would be like, "What are you talking about? Like, this is insane." Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. I just saw, I just, I think it's actually my last tweet as we record this. There was the, uh, one of the executives at Bayer who literally was saying that, you know, it's a gene therapy, which, which by the way, everyone who calls it a gene therapy is being like labeled a conspiracy theorist or whatever, despite the fact that on the website says it's a gene therapy. Um, but the CEO of Bayer says, it, and he's literally like, if it weren't for the pandemic, 95% of people would have said no to injecting this into their bodies. But the pandemic, you know, basically gave them the opportunity to do this now make of that what you want i don't know how gnarly or sinister or safe or whatever that is but one thing that cannot be denied as much as people try is this labeling of everyone who's like cautious or skeptical or hesitant trying to label them as whether it's anti-vaxxers or anti-science or this or that it's like bro it's been one year okay like look think let's think about this okay let's 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 actually think about the facts here. There is a virus going around, which you may or may not get, which has in your demographic an over 99.9% chance of survival, if you even do get it. Um, There are various prophylactics and treatments available, some of which have been around for a long time. Um, there There is an injection which could potentially at best for a couple months, reduce your risk from greater than 99.9% to greater than 99.9%. You could potentially have some bad side effects from it. Um, You know, thousands of people have been reported dead after taking it. Um, You know, this is, again, this is rare. You know, we're we're talking maybe less than a thousand, but you know what else is less than a thousand? Um, (laughs) if, if something goes wrong, you cannot sue the creators. They are not legally liable for that. Um, you are healthy and fine, whatever. Um, and oh, it's still in, it's still in trial until 2023. It's a, it's a new technology that we've never used to inject into human beings before. Uh, do you want to take it? (laughs) It's not, it's, 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 it's not a great sell. You know, it's not a great, it's not like based on the facts that we, oh, by the way, if you take it, you can still, you can still get the disease <laughs> and, and, and you can still spread it. That's really key. That's really key. So it does, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't stop you from getting it. And it's it the worst pitch in the history of man, which is why they have to it's, steal my job from me. It's you know? a terrible pitch. It's a <laughs> terrible pitch, right? So those are the people who have been like, look, I won't even buy like if a new technology comes out, I don't even want to be the first to buy a new tech. Like I didn't buy the first iPhone. Right. Right. And that doesn't mean that I'm anti-phone. <laughs> it doesn't mean I hate technology. <laughs> it means I'm like, wait, let, let's, well, let's wait and see. And everyone has a different situation. Look, if, if, I, if I were 90 years old and if I look, change the situation, I'm 90 years old and I've got some comorbidities. Um, 
if I get this particular virus, maybe my chance of death is like 12%, you know, one in 10. Um, and okay, this thing is, uh, you know, it's not, it's not totally, it's emergency use approval only. Um, but we think it could take your survivals from, uh, you know, 88% to 97%. Do you want to say, I'll be like, you know, and, and studies thus far show it's generally safe. I'll be like, you know what? Yeah, let's, let's go for it. Right. But it's a different situation for different people. And like I said, right. all we advocate for is liberty choice. Like if you want to take a shot, go ahead. I don't care. I never care. Right. I've never in my life cared if someone's taken any vaccine or not. Like it's no. it literally has no bearing, has no bearing on my life whatsoever. But people have been brainwashed and programmed to believe that it does. And it's also funny because people are acting like there's only one virus that exists now. You know, um, <laughs> you know it's like there's only one virus. So you could have like, uh, I mean, you could be HIV positive, you could have tuberculosis, you could have freaking Ebola, but as long as you got your vax card, like you're, you're healthy, right? You're, you're, you're good to go. You can go into that venue. You can go, like, you, you could have all these other diseases. You could be whatever, but like, you know, you could have rabies, but like, no, you don't, you don't need to, well, you don't need look, to show your I, papers for that. I don't, I don't get the first iPhone. I didn't get the first Android uh, galaxy. And those weren't even getting put in my body. <laughs> oh no like, like no. this they actually want to put this new phone in my body and i'm like hey no i'll, hey. I'll get i'll get yeah. version two or three thank you very much i mean yeah, it's maybe it's maybe let me wait let me wait yeah. let me wait well i'll see how it goes for you guys and <laughs> exactly. um you know like i'll see and then they're like, oh oh and then and then they're like oh you don't want it okay how about a donut how about a cheese? How about how about a how about a cheeseburger? Right, you're, you'll be even more skeptical. You're like, what the heck? Like, no, like, what are you doing? I can buy I can buy a cheeseburger. I can afford a cheeseburger. Like, I'm not I'm not taking your. Yeah, oh so, man, I'll like, never forget someone, that. Someone's press, gonna be like, I'll I'll never forget that press conference with that that uh, scumbag. It wasn't Cuomo. It was the other uh, De Blasio. Oh my god. <laughs> there, there's a burger element to this. There's a burger element to this. Like you, you guys like you guys like cheeseburgers. Like, like, like I want to. I, I know some of y'all don't eat. I know some of you don't eat hamburgers. I, I want to respect all different ways of life. But mm, 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 I, mm, I, when when you when you see this burger, I want I want you to think of vaccination. Mm, vaccination. Mm. I was like, we are living in a South Park episode. Like what what on earth? I can't, I can't I, believe I you like, can do this? that impersonation that well. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> I probably watched the video too many times. I watched that video. I was just like, "What is?" I was like, "Is this real life? What is going on? Like, what is actually? Oh, what man. is actually going on?" And he and it wasn't. Even, he was like wearing a, a baseball hat or something. Yeah, he was wearing like really weird clothes. Oh God, I was like, he's we so are gross. Living, we are, we are living in a weird time. Very, very <laughs> weird time, man. And look, like I've said many times, man. Look, people can make their choices or whatever. Uh, we've been doing risk analysis our entire lives, but ultimately. That's what it comes down to, you know, and you're not a you're not a hero for you know, people have been trying to make themselves out to be heroes for whether it's wearing masks or take it's like, look, man, like people want to talk about people being selfish for not doing these things. It's like, look, all you're protecting it, you're protecting yourself. And that's fine. That's fine. If yeah. there's something, a medicine or something you can take that helps to, you know, then then that's fine. Like, that's why I've been, uh, you know, me, I like to use uh, use people's logic and, you know, make that's why I've been doing the whole like, you know, get Jack, get Jacksonated campaign. And, uh, you know, telling people that like I work out to protect their health and all of that. Right. So, but it's, it's the same logic, right? I'm just like, you guys, in, in fact, like mine probably makes more sense, but that's, that's where of we course are. It so, does. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's, yeah. I mean, I just, I just really, <laughs> I really wonder if 
if it turns, I mean, at, at this point, I'm so confident in all of the research that you and I have done over the past year and a half that like, I am really, mm. really confident that it's going to turn out in hindsight, historically, assuming we win this fight, it's going to turn out yeah. that like we were on the right side of history here. What do you think? I mean, do you think that there is, I, I don't want to ask you what you think the punishment should be because the punishment would be extremely severe if these people <laughs> did this intentionally and I don't want to get nuked from YouTube, but mm. what do you think um, will happen to them? I mean, is, is there any oh boy. recompense? Is there anything that actually gets done to level this injustice? Cause it has been enormously unjust. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. This is this, see, this is where I, this is where I might get a little bit like religious and philosophical because oh, I don't believe that I don't believe that evil ever goes unpunished. Mm, interesting. You know, I don't believe evil ever goes unpunished. Right. Um, so yeah, Hitler wasn't there to stand the Nuremberg trials because he killed right. himself. Um, but I think he's somewhere very hot right now. Mm. Right. <laughs> so I don't, I don't believe that you can, you know, whether in this life or in, in, in another life, um, I don't think that you can get away with, you know, genuinely evil actions. I'm not talking about mistakes. Of I'm course. talking about like, you know, genuinely, like, you know, intentionally hurting people or letting people die or killing people, like whatever it is, people, right. if, if it turns out that, you know, people did that, or, you know, they let that happen on their watch or whatever it is, then, you know, I think some people certainly deserve to go to prison over this. Absolutely. Oh, of course. Oh, you mean, um, you mean like maybe, but he, but let's say hypothetically walking down the entire economy and making people put a cloth <laughs> over their face for 18 months for no reason and then forcing well, well, them well, to do something, you know. Well, 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 the, the, I mean, if you look at the effects of that, I mean, how many hundreds of millions of people have been affected by globally, by the way, you also oh, have to you see there's a lot of things that there's a lot of things that people also forget, right, which is so even if you're looking at developing countries. Right. If you're looking at like the su supply chain issues and stuff like that, like people are have been plunged into poverty because of all of the downstream repercussions. Of course, you've got the mental health problems, physical health, the economy, inflation, unemployment, people's businesses shutting down. Like you, you have you have all of the uh, man, the amount even health wise, the amount of people who have died from cancer because they they weren't able to get treated or that they caught it too late or whatever because they were so focused on the Rona. All of this stuff, all the people, think of how many people have died. How many people were not able to see a dying relative before they passed? Like a lot of harm, a lot of horrible things have been done to people. And um, I think that once the dominoes start falling more, you're going to publicly start hearing more and more of these stories. We, I think we've all heard them anecdotally. You know, we all mm -hmm. know a friend or a fan, like someone who like some real bad stuff has happened as a result of, you know, sometimes because of the virus itself, but certainly because of the response to the virus, supposedly. Right. Um, so I think all of that is going to come to light. I think that I think that truth always wins in the end. I think, um, you know, you can get away with lying for a long time, but you, you can't do it. You can't do it forever, mm -hmm. um, especially when these lies start to stack up. Right. That's why I mean, like I said, we're seeing the narrative breaking down. The narrative break is breaking down. I mean, just today um, I posted a video from um, a doctor in Ghent in Belgium, 100% of their ICU vaccinated. Is vaccinated. Yep. 100%. So the people who are running with this narrative of, uh, you know, the, the, the unvaccinated are overwhelming the hospitals and blah, blah, right. blah, you know, the pandemic of the or, unvaccinated. 
Exactly. I mean, which are, aren't Florida and Texas now like the lowest case states or something in the USA? Yeah. So, you know, just uh, just a couple months ago, people are there, oh, Florida, death scientist, <laughs> da, 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 whatever. And now they just got to shut up. Right? right. All these people. So so every single time the people going along with this now, it's like you're proven wrong again and again and again and again and again. And um, look, some people are going to die on this hill of being wrong, but people do, the truth does come out. The truth mm-hmm. does, it, it gets out there, right? Like, just like now, I mean, and that's why they keep doing the goalpost shifts. Right? Look, they literally said, the CDC director and the president of your country this year, earlier this year, they said that if you take the shot, you're not going to get COVID. They said that. Unequivocally, they said that. I remember, I remember now, when someone called you out on it and you're like, yo, receipts. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like they literally said it. I was like, do not try to gaslight me. Like, I know what I heard. I, I, I saw the video. And so you cannot be running with this. Oh, they never said it was going to do that, you know? And then they said, then it was like, oh, well, you know, now, now they're basically saying that it stops you. It reduces your chance of dying, right? And it's like, okay, well, that's quite a big, that's quite a big difference. And if that's all it does, then it's only protecting you. You can still get it. You can still spread it. The whole notion, despite, beyond the liberty aspect, from a scientific perspective, Sure. Even the notion of a so-called passport or whatever, it, it, it's, it's blown out the water. It makes no mm-hmm. sense. It makes no sense at all. Not only is it wrong, discriminatory, unethical, whatever, it doesn't even make scientific sense because even you can be unvaccinated and be perfectly healthy. Like they're, they're, they're trying to equate unvaccinated with infectious and vaccinated with healthy, which is complete garbage, complete yep. garbage. Uh, these things are are. Man, even in the UK, according to the official government data, and I'm not trying to like dunk on anybody or whatever, but in the UK, over, in every age demographic over 35, or is it over 30, the rate of COVID infection is higher in vaccinated people Whoa. than unvaccinated. In the UK, like this is the rate. This isn't just the raw yeah, numbers. So not this the isn't aggregate, just like, but the rate. That's incredible. Exactly. The rate is higher in 30 to 40, 40 to 50, 50 to 66. So- and that's from the government data. So all of these narratives, and like, again, a lot of people don't know this, but it, it, it has to crumble. Like you, 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 you can't just go forever. Of course, they're going to try to shift and be like, oh, we, we always said this was going to be the case or science. <laughs> but it's like, mm, come on, man. And I, and I think maybe that's why they're also being so desperate, because I think a lot of people know that they were wrong or maybe they were misled or they were tricked or whatever. And they don't want to be like, you know what, man, I'm going to take the L. It wasn't what I, it wasn't what I thought it was. No, um, you know, it's funny. I'm going to get it's, some egg. Uh, so I, I yeah. was just going to say, it's funny. It's funny that, uh, you know, in a, in a way we're actually really lucky because if they, if they intended to try this scheme or whatever this is, this could have been way worse. Like what, what if this virus was, 10% fatal and the vaccine worked like how oh, vaccines, I, how, how they used to work. Oh, oh, do you know what? But, but, but you take it. Oh, true. I would. Right. Yeah. I, t- I, 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 I would take it. No, but see, this is the thing. If, if, if that were the case, you wouldn't need all these tactics. That's a good point. That's a good point. You wouldn't need that. Right. Like, so people have been like, oh my gosh, imagine if this were like a truly, truly, really like really deadly virus. And I'm like, in a weird way, like I, I, it wouldn't it wouldn't be better from a health perspective right but in terms of all the shenanigans and right. and all the bs that's been going on you wouldn't need any of that like if i know that look there's if i contract this there's a 10 percent chance i'm gonna die and there's actually a vax that's safe and effective and stops me getting in transmit line me up 
Line me up. Like I, I, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not. I'm not anti-vax. I'm not against the concept me of too. taking a vaccine or whatever. Yeah, it's just too. like this. The math is not making sense here. Like it's not. You're not. It's not a good sell, as we said earlier. Yeah. Right. Like if it's like, oh, okay. Like I can take this. Oh, and also it'll stop me potentially giving it to my parents. Like my parents are in their sixties and seventies. Same. Right. You know. So and I've got. So I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, so they they wouldn't have had to do all that. That's that's they interesting. Have, they they, they, they see, wouldn't do all that. Yeah. Now I'm spinning it. I'm spinning it with my black pilled mentality. I'm going. See, that's why they crafted it to be only fatal to such a small percentage because they <laughs> they wanted to roll out the vaccine mandates and they wanted to see who would fight and who would accept it. You know, I get I get my Alex Jones know, tinfoil hat on. Yeah, um, I, I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I tried I tried to speak on things like like I'm willing to like at this point I'm willing to entertain almost everything. Like <laughs> I'm willing to entertain the you know the lizard people are like uh, you oh, know. For sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll question I, I any of to, it. No. Yeah, but you know, I, I'm I'm simply trying to get to the truth. You know, I'm not trying to. Um, I'm just oh, trying to too. understand what's going yeah, on. Yeah. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't need I don't need this to be any scarier than it is, man. It's pretty scary yeah. on its own. Like yeah. I, to me, tyranny is way more uh, horrifying than any virus, no matter how mm. how lethal, because it like it it takes the reason to live away from you. You know, like mm -hmm. if you don't have liberty, what are you really doing here? Like it's you be like, yeah, you could get life in prison. Like I would rather just be dead personally. Like I need, I need my freedom to actually enjoy life. So that's how I view things, even though I could probably find way, some way to justify, I can meditate and, and read a bunch. I don't know. Anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. Yeah. You, you spent the past, um, a long time now traveling the world. I'll get you out of here on this because I've been doing the same thing. I just fled to Florida from California, born and raised. Uh, you fled from the UK to America and, and you've been moving all around. Where has been the most free? Do you think you're going to be an American for life? Do you think, uh, is Mexico your home? What are you doing? Man, good question. Um, in the USA, my favorite states were, you know, Texas and Tennessee. So if I end up in the USA, it's most likely going to be one of those two states. Was it just because um, the girls I'm out there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I saw the pictures, oh, though. <laughs> Oh man, guilty, guilty as charged. Um, <laughs> um, Didn't mean to side Yeah, so no, no, no. I, I love, I love those places. Just the liberty, the people, the freedom, uh, the weather. I just like the vibe there, man. It's just my my type of people. Um, but for the time being, like, I'm I'm happy to be uh, I'm happy to be nomadic, man. I'm I'm quite a I'm in an interesting point in my life where I have the ability to do that. So yeah. I'm like, you know, for the for the time being, I don't need to root myself to any one particular spot. I'm happy to travel around and see as things changed or based on my needs and desires. Uh, we'll, we will see. Yeah, no, I love it. And I, I don't honestly, know. I don't, I don't know where I'm going to be a week from now. Oh, that's, that's killer, man. That, I was doing that for a couple months. I, I drove from California all the way to Miami. I just would like literally send out a tweet. Do I was doing like team Zuby meetups. I was like, okay, let me cool. lock down meetup. And, and I'd have seven, eight, 10 people show up and we just go have dinner and drinks. And it was like, it's such a, I mean, especially after the lockdowns, my God, did it mm. feel good. It just felt good to like mm. connect and, and have a community again. So I'm, I'm thrilled that you're doing it. And I, and I think that it's gonna, it's gonna result in something beautiful, whatever that ends, uh, whatever that ends up being. So I want to thank you so much for your time. I've, I've been looking welcome, forward bro. to this one for a, a long time and it did not disappoint whatsoever. Follow him at Zuby music on all social media. Is that correct? Yep. Zuby music. Perfect. Thank you so much, Zuby. We out. If you enjoy this show, you have an easy way to support me. Go to libertylockdown.locals.com to become a supporting subscriber to my channel there. You get exclusive video clips that I can't show on YouTube. You also get AMAs, which I'm going to be doing this week. Uh, man, also, the lineup, ridiculous. Jessica Vaughn, 
Playboy Playmate, brilliant lady. Uh, I can't wait to have her on. That'll be in a couple days. We got Guy Swan to answer all of our Bitcoin questions as we hit a new ATH. That's an all-time high for you noobs out there. That's going to be an important one. Don't want to miss that. Got Quincy to figure out what's up with the truck driver and the salad tossing and all sorts of crazy stuff. That dude's a maniac. Can't wait to talk to him. And also, lastly, but certainly not least, Jake Shields, five-time MMA world champion, unbelievable that he's going to give me some time to talk to him so i am thrilled for that this show is taking off folks if you ain't subscribed you you messing around stop it go to libertylockdown.locals.com thank you as always for the continued support it means the world to me you are changing my life one download at a time big shout out to everybody that's been with me since jump street appreciate y'all Welcome to Liberty Lockdown, please scan your barcode, your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold, where did it come from and where did it go, it requires a fight, not tweet from your phone, don't need a king, get him off the fucking throne, if you're riding with the thought, you've always got a home, the virus is scared of, will come and it'll go, the government knows, just don't get treated like a hoe, like Nico and Shane, you're probably wondering what's happening, scared Hollywood lefties lyrical feminine, a typo with Luke might bring them nooses, we all bite the bullet, I'm the king of the gooses, freckles and Brit, didn't know I could spit, knew I was a patriot, but now I'm the shit. Peter Quinones, invite me on Which podcaster sends custom songs Part of the problem, now I stand with the people Dave showed the way, but I am unequal Lions of Liberty, now hear me roar Beat running up, but I got a bit more Robbie the Fire, always running his mouth But I made him a sandwich, now I'm man of the house The malice for Nick, but you're welcome to quit I went over BLM with the fire I spit Friends against government just call us fags Copy the Cairo, put mummies in the bag Liable opinions get thrown on the ground Silky's Mouton was the only sound Getting so hot must be air July Screaming in the mic and rip for 59 Miles to ratio that black guns matter Now all these lefties got crazy small bladders None of us wanted war but we're ready You know I be bopping and rock steady Liberty lockdown, please scan your barcode Your liberty ain't gone but yeah it's on hold Where did it come from and where did it go It requires a fight, not tweeting from your phone Don't need a king, get him off the fucking throne If you're riding with the thought, you've always got a home The virus is scared of, will come and it'll go The government knows this, don't get treated like a hoe